Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and today is November 30th. So December begins tomorrow. Today is Giving Tuesday. So um, if you have a favorite organization or cause or group that you can donate to, today's a good day to do it. And often the money is, uh, uh, you know, uh, matched up with the same amounts, different places, so your gift can go further. So just remember that this is this is always a day to think about the things that are important to us that we can uh, give to. I wanted to read a very a short part from this same book, Wisdom is Bliss, Four Friendly Fun Facts That Can Change Your Life by Robert Thurman. And uh, I'm just dipping into it right now. So I was looking up generosity to see what he said about it. And um, he taught, he had a, in the, in the index, there was a, there were, was a page or two on generous mind. And I thought uh, that was, that's something we want to look at because it can be easy for some of us to give material things but a generous mind really caught my interest. So it's very short. Um, he's been talking about realistic, ethical, evolutionary action, and just then it has finished a section on speech. But this is a little separate page. So this is on this is when he's talking about a generous mind going deeper into common sense. The three mental evolutionary actions in themselves are parallel to the three physical ones: killing versus saving, stealing versus giving, sexual harm versus health. Hateful malicious mind thinks destructive thoughts, and imagines killing and destroying, and so cuts you off from the larger identification with the living. Loving, benevolent mind imagines union with others, identifies with their lives and wishes their happiness, and expands your own life and evolution. Covetous, greedy mind wants to take away others' things or even their identities, just like the physical act of stealing and cut you off from enjoying their possessions through their doing so, and from mentally rejoicing about others' wealth and beauty, which is the supreme antidote for envy. So mentally rejoicing about others' wealth and beauty, that's part of the quality that we call uh, mudita, that's the joy for the success and blessings of others. Generous and freely detached mind enacts a giving action and thought, wanting others to have more and better things, likes them enjoying their things, and wants to give them more, and so expands your sense of abundance. Unrealistic mind 
disconnects itself and encloses you in the narrow world of self-centeredness. You think you are great, others are nothing, never mind that you are nothing along with them, and you fear and recoil from connectedness, like by doing harmful things with sexuality to create distance, even in situations of closest intimacy. Realistic mind embraces causation and connectivity. It not only successfully reinforces all good qualities and responsible tendencies, habits, and instincts, but also enables you to move past fear and expand your connections to the world, realizing the benefit both to yourself and others of opening your heart and mind and feeling one with others. Realistic mind also leads you to discover that the absolute reality of Nibbana and all Buddha's reality and all Buddha's reality body is non-dual, not separate from the world of causality. It thus enables you to enjoy an immutable deathless bliss virtually beyond causal interference or entanglement without ceasing actually to engage with the causal world of other suffering beings. The reality of this is inconceivable, stunning, amazing grace, and goes beyond inexpressib- and goes beyond expressibility except for paradoxical station statements such as in but not of the world, wisdom and compassion indivisible, blissful, bliss, freedom, indivisible, indivisible, bliss, freedom, indivisible, and so on. The great sayings of all world teachers reflect this level of enlightened, interconnected consequentiality. Who lives by the sword dies by the sword. And even such common sayings as what goes around comes around, All these sayings indicate the common awareness that the way you behave affects your state of being. Ancient people in general, and many people still today, have recognized the reality of the present being affected by happenings in former lives, and so consider how what they do in the present will affect the quality of future lives just as we normally recognize the effect of prior actions in this life on the present and are normally concerned with the effect of present actions on our future in this life. So, that generous mind is seeing those connections and uh, wishing the best for others and enjoying actually seeing them them be successful and be happy and have abundance. So this is a short passage, but I think when we think about generosity, this uh, generous mind is is equally as important as 
uh, giving, giving from our abundance. So think about that. It's, it might be easier to pull money out of our wallets than it is to actually have a generous mind. So just be aware as you go through your day and as you're being mindful, see how you feel about others. Maybe people that you think maybe doesn't, maybe a, this person doesn't deserve something. Maybe something that you can't afford and someone else does and uh, or a trip they're taking that you can't afford to take. And see, just notice, is there any irritation or is there any, um, is there any kind of unskillful thought about what, what they're able to do that, that you, you can't do or have chosen not to do? Uh, just, just look at that as you go about your day and see if, uh, having a more generous heart would uh, would help you feel better about your connection with others in the world. So let's sit together and just be with our breath. Let your body feel awake and attentive. And that can, that paying attention to what's going on within us and outside of us, coming into us through our sense doors, that not only keeps us awake, but it keeps us uh, investigating. It keeps us, it keeps us uh, always growing, always, always finding out something new about the world and about our reactions to it. So it's, it's actually the very meat of our practice. So close your eyes if you're able to. Cuts a little bit of the visual off. Our minds are active enough. But we're still aware of sounds and smells and contact with our body as the sun hits our skin or clothes touch the skin. And we're thinking, we're always working with our mind, which is our sixth sense in the Buddhist teachings. So be aware of thoughts. Don't try to repress them. But don't let all of your attention be focused on the thoughts you have. The thoughts are not who we are. the same way that we breathe in and breathe out. We see all of the other 
things coming into us through our sense doors, coming in, rising, and then fading away. So we can react to something very quickly and actually it's a very short little bit of contact or a little bit that's come to us through the sense doors, but we may be reacting instead of just taking it in, responding. If a cool breeze hits us, we may just be with it We can just be with it for a minute. We don't need to jump up and run looking for a way to turn the heat up or to put on an extra layer. We might just let ourselves be aware of it and gradually see if our bodies can accommodate it on it. The body can take care of itself. We can just be with that change in temperature Just see if more of a response is needed or if it's going to pass away as well. Maybe there's a sound in your environment that's a little bit frustrating or irritating. You'd like it to be perfectly silent, of course, for meditation. But just instead of reacting to it, see if you can just be aware of it and just not turn your full attention on it. Just see if you can just be with it. Just let it become background. just keep coming back to your breath whenever you need to. This breath is our anchor. With each exhale, let your body relax. Let your shoulders drop a bit. And as you inhale, think of that generous mind expanding. Let the oxygen coming in remind you of that expansive 
quality of a generous mind. Generous mind becomes less self-centered. We become more aware of our connection with others. We can feel happiness for their success and their blessings. If you have trouble letting certain thoughts go, just keep coming back to your breath. Just let them go. Let go. Let be. Those thoughts might be about things that we're constantly trying to fix or change. They may come back over and over. We can just begin to breathe. And on the exhale, just allow them to go. Let your body relax and let them go. There's nothing to solve or fix.
when we can let go, we can just immediately feel that opening up, that generous heart. Letting go of self. As we end our practice, we can share merit. And this is another way to open our hearts and to feel that generous heart. We begin with ourselves. May everything I do and say and think today be done for my benefit. And also, may it be done for the benefit of all living beings. May all beings be free from suffering and its causes, and may we all be well, contented, feel safe in this world, and may we all live in peace. So thank you for being here with me. Have a beautiful day. And whenever you can, just stop and take a breath. It's really the breath we're working with all the time because it's this is it. It's our li- this is our life. We can always come back to the present moment this way. And look around and think today of that concept of a generous heart. So thank you for being part of my practice.